Okay, Shalom Ubracha. We're continuing. We're going to hopefully finish off today this Torah, Tzadik, base. Bezat Hashem, 92 of part 2, Liquid Tim 1 of the Liquid Tikkun HaKlali. Before this, I'm going to read something which is pretty scary. And we'll go from this into a little bit into Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, like, like I promised you. Okay? Sichot Haran. Okay, you don't have it in front of you. I'll be reading it to you and translating. Sichot Haran. Tzadik Bet Tinyana. Yeah, okay. So, Sichot Haran. We're going to finish today. We're going to finish the Torah. So, Sichot Haran. Sicha conversation. Reish Memtet. So, it's Rabbi Nachman's wisdom in English. 249. This is a scary story. Okay, watch this. And this is, this is before 1810. Look what ha- was happening even back then. Somebody came before Rabbi Nachman in a village. It could mean that Rabbi Nachman was visiting this village or the man was from a certain village. And Rabbi Nosa doesn't want to say his name. Ushmo, etc. His name is, because it's very derogatory what's going to be said here. So he doesn't say the name of the person. This person was a big Kabbalist and a Tamil Chacham. But this man's way was that he was always angry. Always angry. He was also very bad with people. That type of person. You know, always nudging. Get off, move over, move over. That type of person. And he was always angry at his workers and his servants. I guess he had money. He had a nice estate, whatever he had. People working for him, and etc. And he would hit his servants. Hit his workers. And similar items like that. So this man came before the Rebbe, Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu Zal Amar. So Rabbi Nachman, blessed memory, said in front of this person, Why is it written... Regarding the sin of Er and Onan, which was wasted seed intentionally, right? Masturbation, if you want to say. Not Mikri Laila. It's, it says about Er, Vayi Er Bechor Yehuda Ra Be'ene Hashem. And Er, the firstborn of Yehuda, was evil in the eyes of Hashem. Why does it say he was evil in the eyes of Hashem? Madua Ra Velo Rasha. Here's the diuk. The duke is, Rabbi Nachman's asking what the Zohar asks. Why doesn't the Pasuk say, Why doesn't the normal term for someone who's bad is Rasha? Ra is evilness, evil itself. Okay, a person is bad, is wicked, but evil is a term of the actual activity. The activity is Ra. A person is Rasha. So he asked the question, and it says in brackets, the Zohar also asks the same question. Why did it say about Er, okay, that he was Rasha, Ra, and doesn't say Rasha. First of all, the letters Er is backwards Ra. Resh Ayin. Ayin Resh, Resh Ayin. Okay? The Zohar asks this question. We're going to go into what the Zohar answers. So Rabbi Nachman asked this question, though, in front of the man. So he said like this. Ach mi shel Er, Someone, God forbid, who does this avera of air, which is wasted seed, he's always bad. In Yiddish, he's bezer. He's always bad. Angry. Angry and bad. He tries to be good. It's like someone who tries to get out and they just swallow him back in. He wants to get out, he's stuck. 
He's stuck. Okay? Da'ainu shu ishra ubechas tamid. Okay, that this, this type of person is evil, is wicked, is evil, and always in anger. Velo amar Rabbeinu zad yoter. Rabbeinu didn't say anything else. That's all he said. Now watch what happened to the person. Okay? Watch what happened to the person. And this man is a, he said he's a mikubal, and a tamit chacham. He's not a nobody, this guy. Vetechev kesheshama ha'ishanal dibuim elu, nizdaza l'achorav. As soon as this man heard from Rabbeinu these words, he got shaking and went backwards. V'nafal alav retet v'zia u'fachad v'ei magdola v'noraa me'od me'od bli shi'or v'erech. And it fell upon him, shaking and trepidation and panicky, anything you, trauma, stressed, everything, without end, without a limit. The man was freaking out. V'chafaf komato, he bent himself, he couldn't stand like a normal person, he was so embarrassed or broken or ashamed. V'loya yachol lahagbiya rosh, he couldn't lift up his head in front of Rabbeinu. V'loya yachol od la'amod k'tal lifni ha'advat k'tushat Rabbeinu zahal, he couldn't even stand in front of him in that place. It seems, based on all this, that this man was transgressing this Avera. That's what it seems, according to the Pshat, that he was in this category. Because he said, Rav Nosan said before him, this man was angry and hitting and this, and the Rabbeinu says this in front of him, and now the man is panicking, so can you infer and assume that this was this man's uh, blemish, okay? V'nishmat minabayit elachutz, he couldn't stay there. He left the house where Rabbeinu was. V'tchilivkot, and began to bawl his eyes out. He's bawling his eyes out. He, he requested very much from his tutor back then in the Ukraine. They had private teachers to teach the kids, the kids at home. They didn't have a cheder necessarily because they're small villages. They have enough kids for a cheder. So what they did is a man would hire a private tutor to teach all of his kids. He has a smaller boy who teaches him how to write. The older one, Chumash, the older one, Mishnah, the older one, Gemara, the same Rebbe. He breaks down the day that to teach all the kids. So it's a Malamed. And he would stay by the house of the, of the person paying him. That was, that was the custom then. So he asked his Malamed, who was a breast lover, Shaya Malamed Shelo Me'anshei Rabbeinu He was one of the followers of Rabbi Nachman. That he should draw him close to Rabbeinu. It's a Sikhot It's unbelievable, this story. But people, they, they go through the story, they don't know what to say. <laughs> Let's go into this story a little. It seems Rabbeinu came to visit this man in his house. That's what it seems. Because he says he was in, he was in a village and, and Rabbeinu was there. Like, and he, was, he came. He stood in front. In other words, Rabbeinu came to the village, it seems like. So afterwards, Rabbeinu saw in this man's house that he had on the Korah as a beam, but towards the ceiling. Normally, you don't put books on a beam. They had the old wooden house, you know, like the Baal Shem Tov Shul in Mezhibosh. You have the beams there, and you can put stuff on top of the beams. People normally put Sfarim in a bookshelf. They had bookshelves back then also. It's not something new, a bookshelf. He saw that there was like a book hiding. Rabbeinu saw that the man had a safer on top of the beam, which is close to the ceiling. And he asked, Shaul, is a sefer? He asked, what, what sefer is that? V'nodalo shu sefer kabbalah. And they, they informed, Rabbeinu found out that it's a Kabbalah Sefer, that this man is learning. Rabbeinu said to this man, who was bawling his eyes out, you're not fit to learn Kabbalah. 
ואמר לו שקבלה בגימצ'יה נואף וכולי כנ"ל. This is taken from another book, חיים מורן. רבנו said קבלה is גימצ'יה נואף, immorality, immoral. For someone who's not fit, it's the worst thing to learn קבלה. It can make them even worse, okay? If you're not fit for that. אחר כך נסע אחרי רבנו ז"ל, this man afterwards became very close to following רבנו, because he's the first one to really get to him. וכששב לביתו, and we went back home, חזר בתשובה גדולה, this מקובל למדן, he did a major תשובה, הוא בחר לו חדר מיוחד, וישב שם ועסק בתורה ותפילה ובהתעוררות גדול כמה שבועות, right? And he found, he, 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 he found a room, he took himself to a room, a special room, and he just sat down there davening and learning with a big arousal, several weeks it went on. But afterwards he went back to his anger. Nevertheless, he was still attached to and following Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu said to the tutor that was still by him and he was planning to leave to go elsewhere. So Rabbeinu said, stay, stay work, continue working for him. Stay with him more. When you're next to him, it's good that he should have a, a righteous person close to him at least like an hour a day, so you shouldn't lose it. So it's good that you, the, the tutor who's a breast liver, be, close, be in close proximity to this mekubal, this lamdan who's angry, so that he has at least a kosher yid next to him. It'll be good for him. It'll protect him. It'll help him to, to be balanced. And then afterwards, like we said, he went back to his evilness and his anger. He had an argument with his servant. He didn't want to pay him. And he this, this servant walked on foot from this village to the city where Rabbeinu was. With a great like argument, like a, a major ta'ana uh, against him, a major kuvlana, like a major argument and a, and a just a justified thing against him. They didn't pay him. He didn't pay me. I worked for him and he didn't pay me. Rabbeinu was very, very upset of the, on this that he didn't pay the guy. But afterwards, Rabbeinu started to judge favorably the, his uh, manager, the guy who, who his boss, in front of the servant. And he said to him, he said to the servant, what can he do? Poor guy. Hello, Ani, he's poor, he doesn't have money to pay you now. He doesn't have money to pay you now. Okay? This, this addition is amazing. Why? They added in Hashmatot. I never saw this before. When we're reading now, I've never seen it in any edition before. They added this from the Hashmatot here. This I never saw before. The servant told Rabbeinu, but he has two horses. He can sell the horses and give me the money. I asked him to give me one horse. And he didn't want. Rabbeinu answered the servant, Because <laughs> you take away his horse, he'll have only one sus, one horse. Chazar Meshamet Vamar Lon, the servant said, replied to Rabbeinu, Halo Yishlo Para Uvlada, but he has a cow and its baby. Ubikashti Oto, she tell me Al Kopanim Haegel Shalapara, and I asked him, at least give, give me the baby from the cow. Velo Ratzagamke, and the man didn't want to either. Heshiv Rabbeinu Zal, Imken, 
Lo yeh So that's the case. He won't have the, the egel. This is, this is totally new for me. I never saw this before. This is something totally new, this part. And it's amazing that they're filling in the blanks. But they didn't fill in who it is. Okay, let's go on. Now this is totally new, this part. I've never seen this before. Wow, what an addition. It's not shmatot. Okay. So then he said, so Rabbeinu said, if that's the case, he won't have the egel. That means he can take the egel. That's what it means. He can take the baby of the cow. That's what I understood. Let's see. So the, 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 the servant went back to the village and he went into where the teacher, where the tutor was. And he told him I was by the Rebbe. And he complained, the servant in front of the tutor, also saying, he didn't want to give me one horse to pay me for, my, for what I worked for him. The servant answered to the, to the tutor, answered to the servant, just, just recently, just not so long ago, one horse died already. And the servant heard this, he got, he got shaken. He said, Rabbeinu said that. You know, he said, I only have one horse. That means one horse died. In other words, you'll take away only his last horse because one horse died. And the servant complained in front of the tutor that he doesn't want the, 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 the Balabite, doesn't want to give him even the baby cow, the, 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 the older baby cow of the, of, of, the, of the cow, the calf, in other words. The, the calf fell just recently into a, into a boar, right? Into a pit. And they couldn't take out, the, they couldn't get out the calf. And they couldn't get out the calf. I never saw this before. This is totally, totally new. It fits in very nicely. Why are we reading all this? Because of the opening part. The opening part, Rabbeinu asked the question that the Zohar asks. Why does the Pasuk say about air that he was Ra and not Rasha? Now the Zohar asked the same question, and this is the Zohar's answer. Okay, Rabbeinu gave his answer that someone who does this blemish of air, he's always bad. He's always in a bad attitude. He can't be positive. He can't be good. He's always negative, the guy. The negativity and the anger and everything is coming from this Pagama Brit. Okay? So now the Zohar says like this. The Rasha, what gives him hope is the letter Shin. The letter Shin, the Zohar says, represents a few things. It represents, number one, the Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama. That's the three legs of the Shin. Also represents Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Now this light of the Tzadikim, of the Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, gives the Rasha hope to do tshuva. Take away the Shin, which is what happens when a person lets out seed in vain. He, lose, he, he loses his tipot. So we call tipin, minimal, three drops. So he loses the Shin, there's no more Shin, and he's left with Ra, and such a person who goes from Rasha to Ra, on that is the famous statement from the Rebbe, that the Zohar says that for such a, such a person who becomes a Ra, there's no hope. There's no tshuva. And if there is tshuva, it's extremely, extremely hard for such a person to do tshuva. That's the famous Zohar that Rabbeinu quotes. It says, and he says that no one in the world understands the pshat of the Zohar except for me. And I say tshuva can help even in such a case. Okay? But as a person is ra, and he lost his shin, it's a, the Zohar saying that that's why, that's, that's why this pagam is so bad. Because now he went from rasha to ra. 
be careful, take a look in Azamra, Rabbeinu's most famous lesson. What does he say there? Afilu Mishu Rashagamur. Rabbeinu says the wording, even someone who's a complete wicked, when you hear, when you hear complete wicked, you think that's the worst of the worst. That's not the worst of the worst. Worse than a Rashagamur is someone who's Ragamur. Azamra works if a person is still has the sheen. He's still a Rasha. But with Pagama Brit, there's no point. He's lost, Rav Nussin says, he's lost his Pintaleyid. There's no Pintaleyid. He's lost the Pintale, which is the sheen. The Ben on the Gemara, it's a Gemara also in Nida Dafyud Gimel, that, that says anyone who does the Pagama of Ever, it's as if he brought a Mabul to the, to the world. So the Ben on that Gemara, he says the letter sheen, look at this, it's amazing how it fits in with Rabbeinu. He says in the Kabbalah, the three legs of the sheen, Correspond to the three dots of the letter se- of the of the vowel segol. The segol has something to do with the shin, okay? And both of them correspond to tipin. The Zohar says that a person who's pogem babrit, so the malacha mavet kills him by shooting at him three drops, three drops of mara, three, three drops of poison. I don't know exactly how it works. One in his face, one in his mouth. It's something's pretty scary. The Zohar goes into the three drops, okay? And also says it. What? Says it also. It's, it's, a, it's a Gemara. This about the, 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 it's, an, it's a Nida? It's a, a Gemara? Or Yavamot? Or Yavamot and Nida. Okay? The Gemara and the Zohar. Kol So the Benishchai connects it to the Segol. The three legs of the Sheen correspond to the three drops of the Segol, which corresponds to being accessible to the Samalach HaMavet, who can kill a person who's Pogen Babrit, young even, Chas Shalom, by throwing these three drops. This fits in with Rabbeinu in lesson number six. Torah Vav, Rabbeinu talks about the letter Aleph. You have the Nekuda Elyona and Nekuda Tachtona of the letter Aleph. You have in the letter Aleph, you have a Yud, Yud, Vav. And there he says the Nekuda, the upper Yud, is corresponding to Moshe, which is Segol, three dots. Okay? And the lower, the lower Yud of the, of the Aleph is Yoshua, which is a Chirik. And he goes into it. But the point is, Rabbeinu connects Segol to Moshe Rabbeinu. And he says, why is it three dots? He says, because Tshuva is in three stages. Pen with his heart and his ears and his eyes. It's to do tshuva, you have to see, hear, and listen with the heart, and then you do tshuva. It's three stages of the tshuva. That's why there's three dots in that, okay? This now, all this fits in with what Rav Nosen says. Watch what Rav Nosen says. Rav Nosen says, based on another Torah. I'm jumping around, but it all fits in in an amazing way. Rav Nosen says pretty clearly that someone who's pogem babrit, okay? He lost his pintalayid. He lost his essence of his Yiddishkeit, which is what the Zohar says. He lost his sheen. You have no more sheen. He's ra. So Rav Nosen says, what's the hope of such a person who's ra? And again, ra is someone who does the avera of air, which is intentional, which is not mikre laila. Rabbeinu in the Kutemran, in this Torah, says tikkun and mikre laila, which is unintentional. That's the pshat of mikre laila. Mikre laila is, but mikre, it happened by chance while he was sleeping. That's a mikre laila. Here, about the begam of air, Rav Nosen says, such a person, he lost his pintele. Such a person has no other option in his life for hope, except for one option. He must find a tzaddik, come close to a tzaddik of outstanding level, that this tzaddik gives him a new shin, a new pintele, to bring him back from Ra to Rasha. Once he's Rasha, there's hope. You can build on a person. You can get him now to work on the tshuva and getting back and everything. To go from Ra to Rasha, he needs a tzaddik. There's no other, Rav Nosen says, there's nothing you can do. All the svarim they give, do this, do that for the rest of your life, fast for the rest of your life, do sigufim, give tzedakah, and maybe it'll help. 
Here, Rav Nosen says, what will Vadai help a person? That he needs, he's dependent upon a tzaddik. That's it. Such a person who's not ball game, he needs a tzaddik. Okay? That's, that's, that's the majority of the world already. That they have no other alternative. And to think, don't worry, Torah study will purify you and to learn Torah and learn Torah. But if he's a base, if he's Ra, all the Torah he learns, he puts it in his kas. This man was a Lamdan and Mekubal, this guy over here. And he was kas. And Rabbeinu says in one night, I said, I think it's uh, Samech Tet, the, the damage caused by anger. I think it's 68 or 69. I'm trying to remember which lesson. Or 68 or 69. When a person is angry, all the mitzvot he does, and he gets angry, Toref Nafsho Be'apo. He just destroys it. He's Toref. He destroys the nefesh, the good that he's doing, Be'apo, because of his anger. It's like, it's just going to garbage. You know, you always hear sometimes the wife, what good is your learning? What good is your davening? Look at you. It's, it's a good for nothing. It's, it's a pagum, da, 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 da. Right? You, you hear that? You're supposed to be strong and take the bizayon. But it, there's, there's emis to that, unfortunately, that if a person now is pagum in this area, all the Torah he's learning, it's scary to say, but it can go to the klipa, go to the other side. So my takante, what to do? A person such as this, ASAP, he needs to attach himself to a tzaddik. In Beira, Rav Nosen says there's no other option. Try to find another option. Torah study, it just goes to the klipa. Tzedaka, we'll go to the klipa. Tfila, everything goes to the klipa. All the good he's doing, but it's good. Yeah, if you're a rasha, then there's Nekuda Tova Azamra. But you're ra. You're not a rasha, you're ra. It's worse. Get your sheen back. How can I get my sheen back? Go to the tzaddik, who's the segol. Beautiful, beautiful. But to come close to Moshe, he says in lesson five, you have to go through Shvichudamim and embarrassment. You have to be able to ready to face shame for the sake of a, a higher good. In other words, you're gonna go face, you're gonna go through whatever you have to go through, but you know that I have to do this. I have no other I'll, I'll, to go back, I'm gonna lose out on everything. I have nothing anyways to lose. I've lost everything already. If this is the case, everything I, I've lost already, I think everything as it is. So this is possibly the idea of saying the Tikkun Aklali by the Kev of Rabbeinu. In other words, you can say the Tikkun Aklali, but for air, the gum of the air, it's not enough. You need Tikkun Aklali by this Tzaddik, and he gives you the Tikkun now, because now you've come to the Tzaddik, he can give you a new Shin to start the Chua process of Rezatashem. That's why both is needed. You would, tikkun Aklali is great. What? Tzaddik gives also all the Vedas, so maybe that's also the Beautiful. Yeah. Because oh, how could it be the Shin is destroyed? The Shin is not destroyed. The Shin is taken to the Klippa. The Tzaddik is able to extract it and give it back to the person. That's what Nosen says also. That's gives you back your that's He gives your Shin, but you, you've, just, you've lost it. It's, it's lost. It's taken away. Yeah. So Tzaddik, but the, Rav Nosen says there he gives you a new one. A tzaddik gives you a new sheen. Everything. Chayil bala. That's that's lesson eight in the Kutimarantinian. The tzaddik is able to cause the klipa to vomit out all of the kedusha that it stole, because good is really never lost. But when a person's ra, it's not going to him. It's not staying by him. He's ra. He has to go from ra to rasha and then to tzaddik. It stages. But to go from rasha to ra. It's 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 a schut to be a rasha. Thank you, Hashem. I'm a rasha. I'm not ra. Thank you. Exactly. Okay. So now, with all this, with all this, Rav Nosen says something unbelievable. Rav Nosen says in 
Hechsher Keli, Malach Adalit, that's based on Lesson 66. He says that today, the world is so pagum. Rav Nosson says this clearly. The situation that Jews are going through today is so unbelievably low that there's no... What? And that's 150 years ago, Koshiken now, all the more so now. There's no living tzaddik. Back then, Rav Nosson said this, that can go down to where the person's gone to, fallen, and lift him up from there. There's no, Rav Nosson says this clearly, there's no living tzaddik who can match the low level that the Yidin have fallen now, and we have no other alternative but to go to graves of tzaddikim who have passed on. Because of the rule of tzaddikim gdolim b'mitatam yoter mibechayehem. That tzaddikim are greater in their passing more than when they were alive. It's not the opposite. We would think, you know, a tzaddik is gone, he's gone, we lost him. In Judaism, it's the exact opposite. That a tzaddik has more power, more unlimited power, after he passes on. And he says, Rav Nosa is an example, is Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And we see Jews from all over flock to the kever and go davening there. He's an example who he said himself also, He said himself already statements like that, that I can save the whole world from judgment. He said that in his lifetime, all the more so in his passing. That's why it's... I think he brings us examples. He goes very long on Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, at least two seifim, and these seifim are like, like four, four, four columns, or, wow. or two pages. He goes on and on and on Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai like crazy. It's unbelievable what he says there. So he says that our main hope today, because no one can understand what I go through. You go to an Admor and a Rebbe and everything, he gives a little bracha and everything, but you don't know, they, they, you hope it helps. You, you assume it'll help, you know, kvittel and tzaka and pidyon and this and that, and, and you hope it helps. You don't know. I'm so sick, Shalom, a person thinks, who can help me? That's why most people give up. Most people, they drop Yiddishkeit in Judaism. Ah, they can't relate to what I'm going through. They, they don't understand. My family doesn't understand. The Rebbeim don't understand. The Mashpim, that's why people leave. They, they fall off the path because they feel no one can match their level. It comes Rav Nosin, comes Rabbeinu, and says there's always hope, but you have to know the right address. In this case, the right address is the Dafka people don't think about. But people think, no, you have to see the psychologist, see this Mashpia, you have to go to this Rebbe, you have to go to this, and you still feel... Un, what's it called? Unsettled from whatever you're getting. So what's needed is to go to a rock. <laughs> yes, it's like talking to the wall. Are you talking to the wall? Yes, I'm talking to the wall. But I believe behind the wall is this great energy that can relate and match and help what I'm going through. This is the idea of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. This is really scary. But there's the tefillah in Likutei Tefillot, Rav Nosson's prayer, 47. And, he's, and in the prayer, it's two parts. It's talking directly to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and talking to Hashem. In the middle of the prayer, it's talking to, to Hashem and in the middle he goes to Rabbi Shimon, he goes back talking to Hashem and it's scary because you would think, is this Avodah Zarah? But it's not Avodah Zarah, it's a fine line. There's talking to a tzaddik that he should activate prayer on, on his merit to help me and there's davening to Hashem. We don't daven to a tzaddik. We ask a tzaddik to intercede. In this prayer, Anosin is speaking directly, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Atem Iftachtem. He's talking directly to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai in the prayer. And he says in the beginning that you don't have to, this prayer can be said anywhere in the world. It doesn't have to be said in Meiron by the Kever, anywhere in the world, because it pashtuta of the tzaddik, the, the presence of the tzaddik is in the entire world. It's unbelievable, the statement. So 
going back, yeah, he said that's, that's, that's an introduction of the prayer. Take a look. There's like in smaller print. If you have it here somewhere, the closer it is, the better. Obviously, there's always levels. There's always levels. There's always levels. You can you can do it, but to do it anywhere. But it's not like it's about to do it in the forest. There's not like it's about to do it by the kotel. Not like it's about to do it by kibbutz tzaddikim. You can do it about to do it everywhere. There's just levels. Whatever Hashem gives you accessibility to, whatever you work to do, whatever you believe is what you need to do. All that makes a difference in the in the power of what you're doing. So this comes to explain the idea of going to kibbutz tzaddikim, especially Rabbeinu's kever, and saying the tikkun aklali and hoping that the koach of this tzaddik is strong enough, and we believe in that, because that's what he promised. Rabbi Nachman's promise is he will pull a person out of Gehenam, Shaul Tachtiyot. And the Shaul Tachtiyot begins with a Shin. Now let's give back a person's Shin, which has fallen to Shaul Tachtiyot, to give him back, so he goes from Ra to Rasha. And once you're Rasha, you can work on a person to get him to be good, Bezat Hashem. Rasha Gamur, there's hope, Bezat Hashem, to get back, okay? So now, we're going to finally finish this Torah. Let's finish it finally. Okay, sof sof. So, Tzadik Bet Tinyana, the second paragraph, we'll try to do a quick summary. And you asked about the Shir Pashut Kaful Meshulash Merubah last week. Okay, let's go into that. Let's see. Let's see how much time we have. Are we doing with time? Okay, good. You can speak for yourself. Okay. Da, <laughs> you should know. By the way, it is a rule in the Kutim Moran. Whenever Rabbeinu says Da or Veda, the following item comes from the highest level of Atzilut. In other words, you look at the lesson Tzadik Aleph. You see, he says Da, Kit Kashut Ba'emet Tzadikim. Every time he says Da in Likutei Moram, he's taking here Pedal that I see also. Pedal Da. You have so many times Da. You should know Da. Here Tor Pevav Da. Pezayin Da. Okay. Vedashesh Malach. Every time he says Da, he's taking it from the highest level of Atzilut. You should know that this is a fact, period, and it's coming from the highest world. It's coming from Atzilut. So here also, Veda, where Renu took the Tikkun Akali from the highest place. Before I go on, we have to quote the Chernarav, the, the author of Parpat L'Chokhmah, commentary in the Kutimuram. He ends his commentary on this lesson with this. He says, you should know the reader, that if I give any hints to what this capital hints to, or this Psalm it's only just to satisfy just to calm you down to give you some feeling but the real truth why Rabbeinu picked these 10 kapitlich it's totally hidden the real truth as much as we try to mechadesh and me'ayin and sfirot and we say what this kapitel corresponds to what's shir what's nitzuach what's nigun you should know that it's really deep deep why Rabbeinu picked specifically why he chose specifically these 10 chapters is totally totally removed from us but we still have an obligation to Mechadish. We have an uh, obligation to learn and try our best to understand as, as far as we can, Bezat Hashem, right? So he says like this. So just took a quick Chazara on these ten. These are the ten chapters of Tehillim. We went into also why it says Kapitel in Yiddish. It doesn't say Mizmorim. We went into that because uh, Kapitel... Is, uh, is the, is the, what would, what, what do you say? Mizmorim. Yeah, Mizmorim. And you said Kapitel. I'm trying to remember the Chiddush we had. We had a nice Chiddush on that. I forgot it already. Why he says Kapitel in Yiddish? Everything is Lashon HaKodesh. All of a sudden he adds in the word Kapitel. As far as he reads this, he has no idea what Kapitel is. He's saying the first time Kapitel. Say Mizmor. Kielu Asara Mizmorim. It says elsewhere, Asara Mizmore Teilim. Right? Here it says Kapitel. These are the ten Kapitlich that a person has to say in the same day that Chas Shalmi has. And in pure emission, Chasa Shalom. 
Mikhtam le David Tetzayim. So he said, Mikhtam le David Tetzayim corresponds to Bracha, because that's the Pasuk in this chapter. Right? Avarechet Hashem Ashayatsani. And the idea of Bracha is the sphere of Bina. And that's Mikhtam le David. That's a crown for David, for King David. That's the idea. The opening of the Tikkun Akali is, believe it or not, in Bracha, Bina. Le David Maskil, chapter 32. That's Ashrei Nesui Pesha. Ashrei is Keter. The Zohar says that Ashrei is Keter. So the David Maskil. Now, the first one is Mikhtam Le David. We bring the crown onto David. And in the second chapter is Le David Maskil. From David, now we can do Maskil, which is what? What's the Maskil here? Ashrei is Nesui Pesha. Ashrei the Keter is able to lift up the Pesha, which is even worse than intentional sins. Intentional Pagama Breed. It's, it's, it's Moret. Pesha. Avon, what was it? Chet Avon Pesha. Chet is is unintentional. Avon is mezid, and Pesha is merit. Okay. And this pasuk says the David maskil Ashrei Nesui Pesha. That's already the keter because that's the the koach of the of the beginning of the tikkun is comes from the keter. Okay. We're going to the soon. Back. We'll go back to this, and then the third chapter Ashrei Maskil Eldal. To show maskil to the dal, that's corresponding to targum. That's lesson 19, if you remember. The yesod, the idea of the yesod is, is, is targum, is maskil. The pasuk Rabbeinu brings is not from Tehilim. It's um, Hashem isha maskalit. It's from uh, Mishle. That's the pasuk Rabbeinu brings from maskil corresponds to this chapter 41. Keayal ta'arog, chapter 42. That's shir. Shir is chokma, because it says in there. And night, his song is with me. That pasuk appears in this chapter 42. And the idea of Chochmah, that a person now, after fixing the Yesod, which is chapter 41, he's able now to go back up to the Chochmah to now bring down Tikkunim. In other words, Keter Ashrei helps a person get, go down to Yesod to fix. And now once you go to Yesod, which is Maskil, chapter 42, you have to go back to Chochmah. And then, Lamatzeach Al Tashchet, that's Netzach. That's the Pasuk himself that he brings. If there's Nitzuach, Al Tashchet. There's no Hashchata. Hashchata is what it says by Noach, the door Mabul. Not by Noach, by the door Mabul, the Rishayim. Ki Hishchit kol basar et dakor al Haaretz. That's why Rabbeinu brings this Pasuk, right? Al Tashchet. If there's Nitzuach, Al Tashchet. There's no wasting of the seed, Chaser Shalom. That's Nuntet. That's Nitzuach. And you're victorious. You go down again. And then, Lamatzeach al Yedutun. That's going back up to Nigun. Chapter Ein uh, Zayin. That's the pasuk Ezkera Neginati Balayla. That's in this chapter. The Rabbi who brings that pasuk Nigun is Chesed. It's the beauty of the gun, bringing out the beauty of the gun. That's Chesed here in a sense. Ezkera Neginati Balayla. While I'm in the Layla, the darkness of the Klipa Lamed Yud Lamed Yud Tav, I'm able to remember and activate the Nigun. That's going back up to fix. Tfilale Moshe Tzadik, going down all the way now to Malchut. Now. To, act, to act, uh, rectify the Malchut, the sphere of Malchut, that's Tfila. King David said, Vani Tfila. And it's Tfila le Moshe that now I can only daven with the Koach of the Tzaddik now. Now I'm able to daven, but it's not coming from me. It's Tfila le Moshe, we said. I attach my Tfila to the Tzaddik. I join my Tfila to the Moshe. Because Tfila is only Shaykh to David and to Moshe Rabbeinu. In this case, they're both together. So here we go, Tfila le Moshe, and that's fixing Malchut, which is David. And then we go up to Hod. To giving thanks, Hodul Hashem Kiru Vishmo Rabbeinu. Sorry for 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 Tzadik. He didn't bring this pasuk. Rabbeinu brought the pasuk. You remember from Eov Hayachel Tafel Mibli Melach. Can you eat? Right. 
food which uh, is uh, which is unsalted, right? Uh, what's it called? Bland food, secondary food without melach. That's the idea. Tafel is tefillah. Can you accept davening without melach, which is a tzaddik? It's called melach salt. Okay, that was tzaddik. Thank you. What? Thank now, Kufhe is, is thank you. Kufhe, Espeti, what? Yeah, I just, I, I went back to Tafel. That was Tzadik. Now going now to Kufhe is Hodu, Hod, and the Pasuk Rebbeinu brings is is also from Iov. Pen, Titen, no, no, from Mishle, sorry, Mishle. Pen, Titen, Lacherim, Hodecha, Ushnotecha, Lachzari, lest you give to the others, Chas Shalom, your Hod, which Rashi says it's your seed, in this case, it's giving thanks. Then now I'm able to give, the giving thanks, Hodor Hashem Kibishmo, is what activates the Tikkun Abrid at this level of, of Hoda'ah. Right? Don't give to others your thanks. And we said, right, giving thanks to people can be a type of Gamma Abrid. You give thanks only to Hashem and you bless people. You were here for this year. You heard that. Past. It's a big chidush, man. It could be a pgam abrit. It could be a pgam. If you, if you give thanks to people, you automatically deny that Hashem is the source of the thanks. Because the thanks belongs only to Hashem. There's other psukim that the hoda is only to the thanks. So what do you give another person? He did you a favor, he did over. Bless him. Hashem should bless you with only good and everything. That that's great. He gets a blessing. No, I want thank you. Ah, that's kfira already. And that's kfira. Then it's 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 a nine of hoda, and it's it's a pagam in the sense. Okay, that's kufe. Honor Bavel was the tricky one. That's Mizmor. Even though Mizmor is not mentioned at all, we said Mizmor is Gvura. And it's hinted to, and who said this capital is the Kohanim who bit off their thumbs? Right? They bit off their thumbs so they shouldn't be able to play the instruments in front of Nebuchadnezzar. Ech Nashir, Echir Hashem, Aladmat Nechar. How could we? We can't play. We cut off our thumbs. We have, we're a moon. We can't, we can't use, we're missing a finger to play the instrument properly. We can't play a five stringed or whatever stringed instrument with, of only four fingers. We need the thumb. To pluck on the on the, on those uh, on those chords, and we don't have the thumb for them. So that was uh, that's the idea of gvura, and mizmor is lezamer mizmor lezamer. We said that right. It cuts off, and the and the pasuk Rabbeinu brought is hanoten zmirot balayla. Right, someone who puts the zmirot, and that's the idea of a house that words of Torah are heard. Hanoten zmirot, you you purposely. Make noise of Torah in your house at nighttime. That's the idea of activating Mizmor. And that's, 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 that, that fixes the, the, the Klippah. And then Hallel Bekocho, which is the goal. The goal is Hallel. The goal is Hallel, which is Tiferet. And the Pasuk Rabbeinu brings is Ishayrat Hashem. If you get now to the Ishayrat Hashem, He Titalal. That's the success. You're able to extract from the evil woman, which is Lamed Yud, Lamed Yud Tav, everything she stole, all the holy sparks she stole, and to restore to the Ishayrat Hashem. Which is like the proper place, the Shekhinah, if you want to say, the proper place of all these souls, these naked souls, to bring them back. So that's Isharat Hashem. And that's hinted to in this chapter also, the beginning. Hallelujah, El Bekocho. We went into this chapter a lot. You have the four Pashut Kaful, El Bekocho, Birkiyazo, Bikvoratov, Kiro Gudlo. That's Pashut Kaful, Meshulash, Murban. Then the nine instruments, which are really ten. And then it finishes off, Kol, last week we did that, Kol Neshama, Talidya. All the souls, even those that were wasted, were tahalidiyah. We said about the neshima, the mikveh going in, right, to the air. We went into that last week, okay? So the, the final tikkun is halal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to hear it. You got to hear it here. Okay, sure, <laughs> no, sure, sure. There's always amram. Yeah. You go in here. Huh? Air. Kola neshima. Neshama and neshima. So we said like this. Rabbeinu 
said uh, before Tikkun Eklali, the Ershte is Mikveh. Okay, now why? Why is the Ershte Mikveh? Why can't I say Tikkun Eklali without it? He said himself, mm-hmm. e- even if you don't go to the Mikveh, these, tikkun, these 10 Kapitech will still help. But still, it's best to go first to the Mikveh. Why? So Rav explains. He says the, the, when the person has this gum, so there's immediate damage that the klipot are on the person and they're, they're on him and there's the actual damage to the souls themselves who become mazikim, they become pigayadam, they become evil forces. Now the damage on me, which is immediate, what can get them off of me is going to the mikveh. Why? Because they're called ruchim v'shedin. They're called spirits. The place of spirit is in the air. When a person goes to the mikveh, there's no air. There's no air. There's only water. His pitul, there's water, there's earth under the mikveh, what's the bore, whatever, it's in the kli. And you're going into the water, so there's water and there's earth and there's no air. You're holding in air, but there's no flow of air. So they don't go in with a person into the, into the water. That's the idea of neshima, neshama and neshima. All the neshamot, which I have to be rectified, are in the neshima, the air. And there's no neshima, there's no breath. So that's why mikveh is so important to get off the immediate damage. And then the Tikkun HaKlavi. And he says himself, Rabbeinu Nsichotaran, that you shouldn't wait to go to the Mikveh. Go as soon as possible, because in the meantime, Nasa Masha Nasa, Rabbeinu's wording there, is that damage is being done every second that you're, not, you're waiting to go to the Mikveh, you're wasting time. Every second damage is being done to you personally. So it's best to go to the Mikveh ASAP. ASAP. Just dive in. Dive in, and also there's a need to stay under the water as much as possible until you can't, you can't, until you, until you can't uh, hold your breath anymore, because that lessens as much as possible the, the clipot. You know, there's levels of clipot. There's those that left with you, and there's maybe inner clipot that, that are still in the air, but if you're holding your breath and you can't, so that's, you're totally clean. He says, it's Hapta Katinim. He says, it's, <laughs> good. Good. All right. So this is the ten kapitlis. So we said also that it's broken down into sheer pashut, kaful, meshulash, meruba. So this we did explain a bit last week, but we didn't record it. So it's like this: the idea of pashut, kaful, meshulash, meruba is, <laughs> in our case, it's yud yud k, yud kevav, yud kevav k. And in this context, it's the first chapter, mechtam leDavid, and then kaful is. Asher Maskil Adal and Kal Tarog is, uh, is two. It's one, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four. So you get the ones together, and then the twos and the threes is a special. We saw that. We went into that a little. <coughs> but the idea of Pashut Kaful Meshulash Meruba is the way song is presented. Whenever somebody pre- presents to you music, always as an introduction. Introduction is mellow, right? All these, all these musicians, they start off with like an introduction. Ah, na, 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 ah, na, na, na. Okay, introduction. And then the kids start singing, right? So the first pashut is just the introduction to get you to introduce to the, to the, to the upcoming presentation. And then starts the ascent. Kaful is the beginning of the ascent of the song. And then the goal is number three. The spitz of the song comes after first, second, and third, Okay. You see this nicely. I mean, the one I can think of right now is in the breast of Lachadodi Friday night. They start off, la 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 okay? And there's, la 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 And then the spitz is, aha, la 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 And then you go back, la 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 and then it finishes. So you have introduction, climbing to the climax, the climax, 
and then going down. So you have here, Pashut Kaful Meshulash Merubah. Rav Nosen says that always Meshulash is the goal. That's the goal. Merubah is made up of the, of the, what's it called? It's like the leaving the song, but not leaving totally. That you should leave a person with a taste of fragrance. Wow, that was amazing. That the experience stays with the person, but not at the high at number three. We go down something similar to the introduction, but it's like an exit. That's number four. So this is in melody. That's how melody works. There's Pashut, which is the introduction of the song. In it, for example, Mikhtam le David is the opening, like Bracha, Bina. It's opening the door to begin the presentation. Ashrei starts the process. That's the hardest. The hardest job in the song is after the presentation. To convince the people, the audience of the goodness of the song, this will be the part, number two. You have to, if, you, if, if number two is all good, people will just get up and leave. If the song, in other words, people hear the introduction, they don't leave yet. They want to see what's going to be. When they hear number two of the song, they're convinced, oh, there's something here. And they wait for the spitz. Wow, that was awesome. But what this, the, determines if people stay for the melody is number two. And then Mishulash is the spitz, but that's only after you convince them. So the hardest job is, is, is number two, the second part. Okay? So also, Ashrei, Keter, has to begin the Kaful. The ascent, and then what was once one, one, two, one, shear, right? Asher Bacha Maskil Shear. Shear starts the Meshulash, Ki'ayal Ta'arob. We said that goes to Chokhmah. The, the Ayal, woo! The Ayal is, 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 is we went into the Zohar, if you remember. And it goes up all the way to Chokhmah. Okay? That's like the Spitz. Ka'ayal Ta'arob, Rafiki Ma'im. And that's the most expressive verse of the yearning of the whole Tikkun Klali is. Is Membet. It's all yearning Gagwin. That's the that's the climax. That's that's Mishulash. Okay? And then Mirubah starts with Tila Moshe. The the descent begins with Tila Moshe, Ishailokim. And those last four, if you noticed, are all Psukim, not from Tehilim, but Psukim from Or Eov or Mishle, which is Sfarim of Dinim. So that's like leaving, but now we've accomplished something. So now, this is a nigun. What does it have to do with Tikkun HaKlali? Also, in order to get the holy sparks out of the klipa, the Kedusha has to act in a way that, that gets the klipa un, unnoticed. Okay? So there's also a shir pashut in the klipa going to extract, in other words, going towards Lamed Yud, Lamed Yud Tav. So there has to be a pshat, like it's only like a mellow presentation, there's nothing here. And once it gets in, then it's able to do the kaful, Meshulash, extract, Merubah, bring them out. Okay, Nigun is needed even in the extraction, and Nigun is needed also when a person is not saying Tikkun for Pagama Brief, but just wants to realign. Because Ravnosan says that Asar Menin Nigina is good for everything in life. It's a healing. It's a healing to realign you with Kedusha. It's Tikkun Aklali for everything, but also it realigns you, it reconnects, you can start again. That's the power of Tikkun Aklali every day. It's not said anywhere to say it every day, every day, but it's, it's so powerful. That's what it does. Rav Nosen says that clearly in Likut Alachot, Echot Ishu, Talach that it realigns a person. That's Armeni Nigina. That's the idea of Armeni Nigina. Okay? That's how Pashut Kaful Mishulash Merubah works, right? We can finish? Okay. I have to ask a question. No one can ask. Right, so let, 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 let's try to finish, and maybe this will answer your question. Let's see. Ve'elu Asara Kapututeilim Emtikun Gadol Me'od Me'od Le'inyan Hanam. And so now, and these 10 capital chapters of Tilim are a major, big time rectification for this above mentioned inyan, he says, of the Pekamabrit, of the Mikre. 
ומי שזוכה לאומן באותו היום, and whoever has the merit saying it on the same day, אין צריך לפחוד עוד כלל מפגם הנורא של המקרה, חס ושלום. He's okay. He doesn't have to be afraid at all of any aftermath, any after, after ordeal. Everything's fixed. אין צריך לפחוד, you can just go on with life, and not having to worry about this פגם, which was done of the mikra, because even in a mikra is done major damage. People don't know that. They think, what, are you, what do I do? I was sleeping. <laughs> But it causes damage in the world, the Zohar says. Anything happening in the world is due to these types of gamin. So you got to have to fix the ASAP. And he says, you have to worry if you say it on the same day. And because definitely it has been rectified through saying these 10 capital of Tehillim. And look, what, look how Rebbeinu finishes Likut Emoran. And tikun chet zeh, He makes it sound that this is the main thing here. And in the merit of fixing this chet, okay, chet is unintentional. You're fixing this chet, and we can say kosheken if it's an avon and pesha, fine. Okay, but fixing already just the chet, the, the fixing and rectification of this sin, in this merit, Mashiach should come, as if he's saying that this is the main blocking of Mashiach's arrival is this gum. He should come to gather in the exiled. Like it says, Hashem build Yerushalayim. Those who are nidachim of Yisrael, which means not just the physical Jews who have been nidachim pushed off, but also the souls of the seed wasted should come back in. Yichanes should be gathered back in. That's the proof to this idea. Amen. Amen. All right. So what was your question? My question was, before you explain the difference between Russia and Rav, yeah. the, the Shin is already a higher level, and that goes upon the, the in, like what he's explaining here, Mikra, like Mikra Laila, and that's the ticket mainly on. So where's the ticket for the ones that are, the Pagama potentially, the, 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 like you said, the masturbation? Maze it, Yeah, the Maze it. So that's, that's so what, that's the ticket. So this, Tikkun HaKlali is for Shogeg. Tikkun HaKlali by the Tzion of Rabbeinu is for Mezid. That's what it sounds like. That's what you were saying, Dafka by the Tzion. Yeah, that's what we wanted to say. That's why, that's why. He says Tikkun HaMikri Laila is Tikkun HaKlali any day, anywhere in the world. Just try to go to the Mikri before. That's anywhere. That's in Jamaica. That's in the Bahamas. That's in Alaska. That's anywhere. Same day in Yerushalayim. You don't have to go that far. Okay, <laughs> so okay, that's enough. it. Stop saying take a club. For Mezid, you need to go to the Tzadik to get back your Sheen. And to say the Ten Kapitlech there, that's, uh, that's why it's so important to go to this Tzadik. That's why it's so, so... <laughs> the first thing we, we tell a person, until you go to Oman, don't talk. And it's only in Oman, or we can do it in, in Baruch He promised. Listen, that Tzadik promised. That Tzadik, Rabbi Nachman ben Fege in Sichot Aran, swore in front of two witnesses, anybody comes to my kever and, says, and gives a, a coin to tzedakah, says his kapitlech, feels the remorse, tries not to go back, he will do everything to pull out a person from Gaina, from the lowest points of Gaina. And it's understood that this is referring to the Nezid. That's what it's referring to. Who? Like from, from Ra to... And it was lift me up a level? Yeah, bring me all the way into Shashotat. But Shotachtir is already the lowest level, no? No, no, because Ra, under Shotachtir. No, but Shotachtir is for the Ra, no? It's not for the Ra? Okay, whatever. Shotachtir, it's called Shotachtir because there's nothing underneath. It's the lowest one. 
He's already. He's already. You saying he's under. He's under the eld. He's under the under the show. Tachtit. It's not enough for them. They're, they're digging deeper to go deeper. That's the rough. Rough. That's the rough. Right. Finally, <laughs> you said it's happening. You said you said it. 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 You said You said Last week, sure, that he said v'chule, you weren't there. The v'chule in the beginning of the Gemara, that even Rabbi Shimon has to receive from the Nachal Novei Amikor Chokma. He says even though the two tzaddikim, still, you remember that? He says that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is the Ir Kadish Min Shemayin Achit v'chule, the opening to the Kutemran, the very beginning, before Torah Aleph, you have this lechuchazu. Okay, the last paragraph of this Torah, it's on page uh, right before. Aleph, right before Rejal, you see that little? Before the beginning. So look at the bottom line. Veda shesod Rabbi Shimon be'atzmo hu merumaz be'pasuk e'acher. Rabbi Shimon himself is hinted to another pasuk. Kida ketana kadosh. You see that? Rabbi Shimon hu bechinat ir ve'kadish min shemay nachid. Rabbi Shimon himself is idea of the Holy One, the angelic and Holy One who comes from heaven. Rashi Tevot. Shimon. Second, we, we were looking for the. Okay. Okay. From the Nachal Noveyami Kochma. Rabbi himself said that. Okay? Not me. Yeah, last week. There is a Shmutter. Yes, Chaim Oran. That's the Chule. They took out? They took out? They took it out. Yeah, or the Chachila or the Chachila wasn't put here. And Rav Nosen put it in the in the Chaim Oran. Before you start the sack, get turned off. Yeah, exactly. Don't get turned off. Before you see it, it doesn't sound right. Exactly, exactly. No, but you explained also last week. Yeah, it's because that the, 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 the said that it uh, comes out that when a tzaddik says something, he has to he doesn't even know how far is what Hakadosh went. Right, right. And then, and then the, the rabbi revealed how far. It how far reaching it was? He reveals the depths right. hidden behind Rabbi Shimon's words, right. behind Moshe Rabbenu's words, behind uh, the Arizal's words. He opens up everything. Unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <la